Hello there, faithful listener. You've tuned in to season seven of the Bible Explained podcast. So make sure to grab your cup of coffee because today we are going to be discussing the book of Acts. Well, hello and good morning, friends and faithful listeners, and welcome to the Bible Explained podcast on this lovely Thursday morning. And I hope you have a nice hot cup of coffee on this very chilly chilly morning. And you'll be shocked to know, actually, a little update about me. I was super sick this week. (laughs) And the reason you guys didn't know about that was because for the first time ever, basically, I actually got my episodes recorded ahead of time. And so Monday, I did my episode. Tuesday, I had an episode recorded. And Wednesday, I had an episode recorded. And finally, I was feeling well enough on Wednesday that I was able to record the episode for Thursday, but I was really sick. I had like a high fever and my husband and I were sick at the exact same time. We both had really high fevers. We both had like a terrible migraine. We both had like really bad nausea. It was not a fun time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting sick a lot this year. I don't know what's going on with me, but I'm super thankful that I didn't miss a day on the podcast and you guys had no clue that I was sick. So I'm back on the podcast. I'm feeling so much better and I'm ready to talk about Acts chapter 19 today, verses 1 through 12. So I'll be reading this out of the WEB. Make sure to grab your delicious cup of coffee this morning and also your cup of tea for you tea drinkers out there. And once again, I'll be reading Acts 19, 1 through 12. While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper country, came to Ephesus and he found certain disciples. He said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They said to him, No, we haven't even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. He said, Into what then were you baptized? They said, Into John's baptism. Paul said, John indeed baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe in the one who would come after him, that is, in Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke with other languages and prophesied. They were about twelve men in all. He entered into the synagogue and spoke boldly for a period of three months, reasoning and persuading about the things concerning God's kingdom. But when some were hardened and disobedient, speaking evil of the way before the multitude, he departed from them and separated the disciples, reasoning daily in the school of Tyrannus. This continued for about two years so that all who lived in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. God worked special miracles by the hands of Paul so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were carried away from his body to the sick and the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out. So the thing I want to talk about the most today is actually regarding these baptisms of these 12 men, because there's so much we can talk about here. So if you guys remember what we talked about on Tuesday, you'll remember that at the end of Acts chapter 18, we were introduced to Apollos. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet, you should actually go back and listen to it because it very much is going to tie into what we talk about today. But of course, I will do a recap of Apollos as well. But in today's portion, we are now introduced to some more people who only know about what John the Baptist preached and not the full gospel message. So here's what it says in Acts 19 verses 1 through 3. While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper country, came to Ephesus and found certain disciples. And he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said, 
And they said to him, no, we haven't even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And he said, into what then were you baptized? (laughs) And they said, into John's baptism. So I find that kind of funny because Paul's like, okay, you don't know that there's a Holy Spirit. Then what were you baptized into? Because (laughs) if you're baptized by any of my guys, certainly you will know that there's a Holy Spirit. So I find that kind of funny. But um, Paul is clearly back in Ephesus because last where we left off, Paul had left Ephesus to go down to Jerusalem for a feast. And then he went to Antioch for a while. Now it looks like here he's back in Ephesus. And so while he's in Ephesus, he runs into these 12 men. And it actually says specifically in the text that these men are called disciples. And if you look at other versions like the NLT, for example, you'll see that they are referred to as believers. So it's very likely that these men were already saved yet they still didn't know about the Holy Spirit yet because of their limited knowledge of the gospel message. However, they still had faith that Jesus was the Messiah, if that makes sense. Kind of similar to Apollos in the last chapter. Well, actually, let's read that. Let's go back to Acts chapter 18, verses 24 through 26 to refresh our memories about Apollos. Uh, So it says here, um, Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, and this is out of the NIV, by the way. Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue When Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they invited him into their home and explained to him the way of God more adequately. So you can see from that text as well that it's very clear that Apollos was also a believer who just didn't have the full picture yet, the full gospel message yet. And this is kind of similar to what we're talking about today. And that's why these two two stories line up so well. It's almost like there shouldn't have been a chapter break there, if that makes sense, because the, the story of Apollos and also the story of these 12 men, what we're reading today, just kind of go hand in hand so, so well. But what's interesting, though, is that these 12 men thought it was necessary to be baptized again after learning about the full gospel message. Because if you read here in verse five of Acts 19, it says, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So these 12 men thought it was necessary to be baptized again. So why? Why did they think it was necessary to be baptized twice? All right, there's a few points I can make here. These men were potentially baptized twice with water because they believed it was necessary for their faith. And if you look at the text, notice that Paul does not command them to get baptized again, actually. These men wanted to get baptized a second time. Paul was not like, well, you know, since you only have the baptism of John, you need to be baptized again. It's it's very clear that these 12 men were like, oh, we didn't get the full picture. We want to be baptized again. Meaning that having a second baptism is not always necessary unless you feel convicted to do so. And that is why Paul didn't expressly say, well, you guys need to be baptized again. And also, if you look at Apollos, notice that it doesn't say that he got baptized a second time. As far as we know, Apollos only got baptized with the baptism of John. And it never says that Apollos felt convicted or felt that it was necessary to get baptized again. 
But these 12 men felt convicted, felt like they should get baptized again. Now, this also tells me that being baptized multiple times as a Christian is not a sin because it is clear that these 12 men were disciples. They were believers. They were Christians per se, and they got baptized twice, once with the baptism of John and now again with the baptism of Jesus Christ. And actually, I know multiple people who have been baptized twice. And if it's a conviction that you have and you believe that it's something that you should do, then sure, I think you should do it. Like, for example, if you were baptized as a young child or as a baby or something like that, and you don't remember getting baptized or you don't remember really expressing your faith in Jesus or really having a faith in Jesus when you were baptized, if you feel convicted to be baptized and you're a Christian, you should get baptized again. So if it's conviction you have, then I believe it's something you should do. But I do think that it's dangerous for a church to teach multiple baptisms for salvation, obviously, because baptism is really only necessary once because it's an outward expression of faith in Jesus. Like if it's, it's a vow that you're making, I've talked about that several times on the podcast before. When you get baptized, you are making a vow that you are going to be a Christian, that that is the lifestyle that you choose. And it's an outward expression of that vow. And so if you're making a vow and you are truly taking that vow of the Christian walk, then you don't need to take it multiple times, right? And if you feel guilty or you feel like you need to be baptized multiple times in order to be saved or something like that, or, or a church is telling you something along those lines, then that means that that church is teaching you something wrong because then you are not living in the freedom that God gives us. We don't need to feel guilty and be baptized every single time we sin or something along those lines. We don't, we don't need to be baptized multiple times because baptism is just an expression of faith. And it's something that we do in obedience to Christ because even Christ was baptized. Even Christ got baptized. So going back to these 12 men though, it could also be, if you read the text, that these 12 men were not baptized with water. Okay, the second time they are baptized with water the first time, but not the second time. And so what I mean by that is they were just baptized with the Holy Spirit. And so this takes me to Matthew chapter three, where John the Baptist talks about the difference between water baptism and baptism with the Holy Spirit. So this is what it says in Matthew three, verse 11. And this is John the Baptist speaking. I baptize you with water for repentance But after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So based on that, it's actually possible that this second baptism that these 12 men experienced was not a baptism of water, but it could have been a baptism with the Holy Spirit when Paul laid his hands on them. So let's read what Acts 19, 5 through 7 says. It says, When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke with other languages and prophesied. They were about 12 men in all. So yeah, it doesn't really mention water there. It doesn't mention that it was a water baptism. So it could be that this was just a baptism of the Holy Spirit, basically that 
these men experienced after they got like the full picture of the gospel and they didn't get baptized the second time with water. That's also possible. But either way, personally, I believe that these men got baptized twice with water because that's kind of, in my opinion, what the text seems to be saying. But honestly, whether or not these men were baptized with water twice, it doesn't matter as much as their hearts. They clearly wanted to follow God's will, and they believed that baptism was an important part of their faith journey. And so that's why they got baptized the second time. So in conclusion to this part of the story, if you feel called to be baptized again, I don't think you should let somebody stop you from being baptized. I mean, like I said, baptism is usually only done once, but sometimes there's exceptions to the rule where you want to be baptized again because you feel that the first baptism was not you making the conscious choice to be baptized or perhaps you jumped into baptism thinking that's what you needed to do or something along those lines or you're baptized as a baby. But if you are not feeling called to a second baptism, like you need to get baptized again, which honestly should be the case for most people, then never feel pressured into baptism again by someone who wants you to get baptized, if that makes sense. So say... Uh, three years ago, you were baptized into the Baptist denomination or something like that. And you believe that you truly took the vow of baptism, that you showed your faith to everybody that was watching. And that baptism was a for real baptism. But then you move to a different church that isn't part of the Baptist denomination or something like that. And that church is like, well, because you were baptized with the Baptist denomination, that means that that wasn't a real baptism and you need to be baptized under our denomination or something like that. Then personally, I believe that you shouldn't get baptized just because somebody is pressuring you to get baptized into that denomination or into that faith or something like that. I think that that can lead to dangerous things. Baptism has to be a choice that you make on your own. Because like I said earlier, there is no indication like Apollos in the previous chapter got baptized again, even though he also only knew about John the Baptist, if that makes sense. But moving forward from baptism, though, (laughs) it says here that Paul has some more trouble, you know, in the church, in the synagogues, rather. It says that he entered into the synagogue and he spoke boldly for a period of three months, reasoning and persuading about the things concerning God's kingdom. But when some were hardened and disobedient, speaking evil of the way before the multitude, he departed from them. And, you know, this shows that sometimes it's better to just depart from certain people. Even though you want them to be saved, even though you talk to them regularly about the scriptures, If their hearts are just not open to it, sometimes it's better to just depart and to pray for them on your own and ask God to change their hearts and ask that God to, you know, help them see the truth. But sometimes it's just better to depart from them than to continue with them. Because what does Jesus say? He says, if don't cast your pearls before swine, right? Don't throw something valuable to a person who is just going to trample it underfoot. So it says that instead of going to the synagogues, 
It says that Paul ended up reasoning daily in the school of Tyrannus. And unfortunately, I didn't look up what the school of Tyrannus was. I'm sorry about that. But it was just a better location for Paul to go to the school of Tyrannus than to go to the synagogues week after week. Because apparently this school of Tyrannus was much more open to what Paul had to say than the synagogues, unfortunately. So this continued for two years so that all who lived in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. So Paul stayed in this area of Asia for a long time, for over two years, it says. And God also worked special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were carried away from his body to the sick, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out. So Paul not only was speaking and and doing great things, but he was also performing these miracles that God allowed Paul to perform. And I think it's very important that every single time you see miracles happening from ordinary human beings like Paul and basically anybody except Jesus, it always says that God worked special miracles by the hands of Paul, meaning that it was actually God doing the miracles, but he was using Paul as like the instrument to do the miracles by. And this is so that nobody reveres Paul above anybody else or especially above God because God was the one doing these miracles. It was not Paul. Alrighty, faithful listeners, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and maybe learned something today about baptism or um, just had some questions answered about getting baptized twice. But faithful listeners, don't forget to check out all the links listed in the description of this podcast episode because I've got a lot of stuff going on on a lot of different platforms. And I will see you all for an episode tomorrow out of 1 Samuel. Until then, happy listening and God bless.